Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, just a reminder, stay home, stay healthy, and do not be uh, around a bunch of people. Do not go visit your friends. Don't let your friends come over and visit you. Stay quarantined like they're asking you to do per your health and everyone else's health. Just be responsible and be, you know, be more compassionate. Love your neighbors, love everyone around you, and stay healthy, guys. And uh, talk to you later. Bye. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. And if you're new here, welcome to the podcast for the very first time. I'm glad that you came in and joined us. And um, when I say us, my partner's laying right here beside me. So if you hear him in the background, just don't even pay no attention. He's just here. We're in quarantine together. Did you hear that deep breath? Yeah. Okay, anyway, um, if you're in any kind of danger, please do not listen to us act crazy or talk. Dial 911, get some help. If you are in a domestic violence situation and you just want to talk to an advocate that is on call and you're worried right now because you're in quarantine, the domestic violence, National Domestic Violence Hotline is still open. As far as I do know, they are still available. The number for them are one is one eight hundred seven nine nine seven two three three. Again, that number is one eight hundred seven nine nine seven two three three. Also, they can give you a lot of different information. You can go on their website and you can pull up tons of information on um, how you can put a safety plan together. Um, because even though you're in this time of um, you know desperation, if you are with an abusive person. Um, and you're being quarantined with that person and you feel like there's just really no way out. You know, you probably felt that way prior to being quarantined, but now you're just like, there really isn't a way out. There's still a way out. There's still a safe way of getting help and getting away from your abuser. So I um, implore you to give um, the website a chance and to call them and they will help you through this trying time. And, um, If you hear me kind of <laughs> and all that, I have asthma, and I have a um, I have a hiatal hernia, and it is press. Let's see, it is thoracic, and it is up my bowels, which you know your stomach is part of your bowels, you know, you know, system. And right now, my all my stuff is in my chest, and it's pushing up against my lung on the right side. And so I've been struggling now for quite a while with my lungs. 
And um, I was on auction for two years. Um, I actually, whenever I started this podcast, I had just came off of oxygen. I do um, require a BiPAP machine with oxygen at night. So I'm on three liters of oxygen at night with a BiPAP machine because I don't breathe at all when I sleep. So I don't mean to get just really personal or just um, really in-depth. And I'm sorry if this is kind of just too much for you right now, but I thought I would just be completely and totally honest with y'all about what's going on in my world and, you know, my health. And if you hear me call for hack a little bit, and I know that you probably have in the past on a few podcasts and you're probably wondering, um, and I, I, I think that whenever the doctor diagnosed me, he did diagnose me with chronic bronchitis and I use an inhaler. So <clears throat> for me right now, staying indoors and staying away from people is the best option for me. I haven't been going out anywhere. Um, but tomorrow, uh, I have been considering going fishing and just kind of getting out of the house, you know, and that way I won't be around anybody and I'll just be in you know, the sunshine, because it's supposed to be 75 degrees in Alabama tomorrow. So that's that's kind of the plan. I think I'm going to go do it. And um, because there's supposed to be like an overcast because I've got lupus and I'm not supposed to be in direct sunlight. So that's another thing. So um, tomorrow, after the storms blow through the night, it's just supposed to be kind of like um, an overcast, kind of cloudy or what have you. So I think I'm going to go tomorrow and fish a little bit. But anyway... I wanted to come on tonight and do this podcast for y'all and just kind of touch base with everyone about, you know, your emotions through this. And I mean, you know, you see all these grim reports and all these grim videos about things that are coming out of like New York and different states like that. And then, you know, you have Washington and California and, and, you know, essentially um, I'm from Alabama, a small state. You know, Louisiana is a fairly, uh, they're not a big state, you know, like New York, but they're really, really doing bad in the COVID-19 area. <clears throat> so I think that they're really worried right now. So um, I, I've just hear, I've just heard so many bad things. And I don't know about you, but when you scroll through Facebook, you just see and hear so many tragic stories and so many bad things going on that... It just kind of gets you, you know, down and out. And right now, I think that, you know, if you're religious, I mean, some of you that are listening, y'all may not be religious. You may not believe in um, a higher power. You may not believe in God. But me, I believe in the Lord. So um, I go to uh, my spirituality for comfort, you know. And whatever it is you pray to, you need to go to your safe spot and you need to get comfort and knowing that you have a higher power <clears throat> and there is someone that created you in his image and that that you know that the healing is fixing to start happening because we have to have faith hope love and compassion for all humanity and you know whenever i go through facebook and um there's one there's two things that i do not argue over and that's politics and religion. And uh, years and years ago, whenever I was like in my 20s, <clears throat> excuse me, guys, I told myself and promised myself that I would never argue over those two things. 
politics and um, religion would be two things that I would not argue about. Because essentially, people are going to believe the way they believe. It's just, that's just the way life is. Um, You know, and at the end of the day, you cannot force people to believe or to have the same opinion as you do. And, you know, a lot of times that's kind of a losing battle, you know. And you just have to roll with the punches. And you just can't tell people how they're supposed to live or how they're supposed to feel. Because, you know, you're not, you're not God, you know, and you're not um, over anyone. And you're just not supposed to treat people like that. The best way to do it is to let people be who they're going to be. Now, in my religion, it does say that I'm that I'm needing to, um, you know, talk to people about God and go out here and, you know, tell them about the Lord. And I mean, you know, I I do that. You know, I I do. But um, as far as this podcast goes, I can talk to you till I'm blue in the face about what I believe in. But you know, just just know this: there is a Lord, and He does love you. And um, that's just how I feel and how I believe. But anyway, I wanted to kind of think, kind of be thinking about, you know, all of the little children out here. And, you know, they're all out of school now. And so it's difficult for parents because a lot of them um, are still having to go to work. There are still jobs that are, you know, uh, being done in the healthcare field. They, don't, they can't take off work. You know, health care never shuts down. Hospitals, nursing homes, you know, clinics, you know, health care workers have to be where they have to be. And, <clears throat> you know, children were dependent. You know, some people out here, they've got kids that were depending on the, those breakfasts and those lunch, you know, lunch times. And um, I know the county that I live in, they're providing lunches for the children, like I think three days a week, like a Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And I think that's a wonderful thing to have a food program, a food assistance program for children. Um, and I think it's 18, any ch- child that's 18 and under that goes to school, and they don't even have to go to that school. They could go to, say, another school in the county, even probably a school in another county. You know what I'm saying? If they're young kids, they can come through the lunchroom line and get lunch. And um, I hope and pray that that's, you know, that that's happening all over the place. Like all over the world, essentially, uh, for people that are um, struggling with this battle um, against this evil virus. And it is very evil. Um, you know, whenever all this first started... <clears throat> In the first few cases, and I think it might have been the first one where the lady had passed away in California from COVID-19, you know, I was posting things on my Facebook about the COVID virus, and I knew that it was nothing like the flu, okay? I mean, yeah, there's some similarities probably in the symptoms, but I knew that this was something that once you got it, either, you know, you're, you know, we're all built different. Our immune systems are different. Our, our health is different. Um, even health, the healthiest of people have been dying from this. 
So I, I knew that this was something very serious and it was nothing like the flu, which of course certain strains of flu will kill you. It's a lot more powerful than it used to be and the vaccines don't necessarily work on certain strands, you know? And um, I can remember I had this guy that I've known since I was young. He'd come underneath one of my posts and he was, he, he was angry about it. And he said, please don't post this on Facebook. And it was the truth, you know, it was the truth about the virus. And, you know, so many people are in denial and they still are in a way that they're in denial. They, they're not taking it seriously. And that's how things happen. That's how things spread, even worse than what they started. Because people just kind of nonchalantly go about their day. They're selfish. You know, there were two individuals that were probably in their 20s that were um, interviewed on, on the news down here where I'm from in Alabama in Jefferson County in Birmingham. And the news broadcast lady asked them, you know, what are you going to do or... You're going to do what KIB said to do, you know, our governor, and are you going to stay at home? And, and that guy was just like, we're not, you know, I'm not staying at home, no offense, but, you know, I can't help it. I can't help that this is happening. And it's, it's moments like that, and it's people like that, very non-compassionate people. Even whenever I posted something about the ventilators in New York City, and had posted something about Trump, said that maybe they didn't need that many. I don't think necessarily Trump was meaning that in a negative way. I don't know how he was meaning it. But I did watch the news, and I saw where Cuomo had said, Governor Cuomo had said that he wasn't angry with Trump over what he said because he, he was just going by what the scientists and what people were projecting, you know. That's kind of the way he was going off, that he might need thirty to 40,000 of these ventilators <clears throat> and um he was just like um he wasn't mad at Trump Trump really wasn't mad at him and I think it was just kind of like they, them two were kind of like like you know when people get into these discussions and um there's a miscommunication somewhere I, I really do think that that's what this was all about well I'm not into politics I don't I don't argue Right now is not the time to argue anyways about politics. And then here comes somebody down the page thinking that I was putting the president down. So here they come because they're a Republican and they don't like Cuomo. And I'm thinking, you know something? This is not about politics at this moment in time. This is about life. We're talking about human life, humanity. People are dying left and right. I'm pretty sure if this was this man's daughter, you know, his little girl or his wife, his his way of thinking would be totally different, you know. And the comments that he made about, you know, Cuomo or whatever, and I'm thinking, well, that's just personal. You know, that's just you being personal about it. If you don't like somebody, that don't mean that you let their whole entire state die because you don't like their governor. Come on now. <clears throat> These are some of the things. Sorry, I'm coughing. I, it's, I promise you it's asthma. I used my inhaler right before I did the podcast, and I thought, oh, goodness. I was, it was a lot worse than this while ago. But, um, yeah, it's just the things that I have read and the things that I see just blow my mind. Just really simply blow my mind. And 
some some people are just not they're just not compassionate they're just not and and this is really not the time to not be compassionate you know it kind of really shows people's true colors when you're in a crisis you know who they really are in a sense but you know i'm i'm gonna be me regardless i'm gonna post what i want to post and i'm gonna say what i want to say at the end of the day and it, it kind of rings true for this podcast too you know i'm gonna say what i want to say and i hope that you all take what i say and get something from it um and i hope that you all love each you're loving your, yourself that you're you've got love for yourself and that you're compassionate for who you are and for the people around you and that you're in a good situation and that your life is wonderful. And I pray that God continues to keep you safe and sound and keeps your family safe from harm's way. And you just know that you're loved and that you're worth it and that your life is worth living. And if, you know... And if you're having issues with that, you know, go somewhere and meditate outside. You know, there's things you can do right now while you're quarantined, you know, while you're in quarantine that you can do to keep your mind occupied and you don't have to feel like the negativity coming in or, you know, say that you don't feel well because you're stuck in the house. You can go outside. You can plant some flowers. If you're down here in the south, it's springtime. Um, if you're up north, it's cold. I know it's a little bit more difficult to find activities outside. You know, you don't want to stand outside in the cold. So my suggestion there would be maybe read some books and draw and write if you like to write or get into an activity. You know, do do something that makes you happy. You know, bake, bake something. Bake something, you know, just do something that's hobbyish, you know, because... There's several hobbies. I'm pretty sure I would love to have a hobby, but my hobbies, I used to um, write some, but I've stopped writing. I, I don't know. I just, I'm not into writing like I used to be. And everyone's like, write a book, write a book. But I don't know. My mind goes so fast. I just, I can't hardly write a book. I've, I've started a book, but it's just, I haven't been able to open the computer back up and finish it completely. And I know books have to be so many pages long, and I'm just like, oh. So I'm a little bit stuck. So, but um, anyway, I, I, I know I've kind of rambled through this. I hope that you have stayed to hear the entire podcast. But um, I kind of just really didn't know what to say tonight because I didn't want to really get true down and out about stuff or make you feel, you know, depressed to listen to the podcast because... This podcast is not about depression or negativity. I want you to think positivity and light through everything. You know, let's keep the faith and keep the hope and keep the love and compassion open. And um, I love you guys, and I'm so happy that you're still listening to the podcast. And um, go check out Feedspot. They have the podcast on there. It's in the top ten. Go check out DomesticShelters.org. If you need to find a shelter near you, they can help you. They are the people to get in touch with. And um, go check out TeamTina.org. The podcast is also there. And um, 
go to Spotify sometime too because they sponsor this podcast. They're a really good company and they've kind of been my backbone and supporters since day one. So um, I love you guys and uh, I know I told you that already and just uh, stay positive. You know, wash your hands. Everyone knows that. Stay Lysol and sanitized up and make sure when you go out, you're taking your bottle of Lysol, you're Lysol down your money, you're making sure that you're taking care of germs around you, you know, and um, just, you know, don't be fearful constantly about things, and I know that's hard not to do right now, but stay prayed up, and um, I'll talk to you guys later, and uh, thanks for coming and listening, and I hope you guys are having a wonderful today, and I hope you have a beautiful tomorrow. Bye, everybody.